0: and
1: Crouppen, morning after. On
2: KPNT HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Your favorite mask, trick or treat, door by door to fill.
3: up to give away candy tonight?
4: Well, I'll tell you what, Doug, you're right. My uh, six-year-old lives for October 31st. I bet he does, yeah. And so, uh, he also picks out the costumes for everyone. For everyone. including our. Uh, would you say one-year-old or 21-month-old?
3: Uh, I'd say almost two. Mm, mm. Almost, okay. two-year-old.
4: almost two-year-old. Or almost two-year-old. And, uh, I think uh, I'm going as a seven-foot Chewbacca.
3: Seven? Where are you going to get the stilt? Son of a
4: bitch.
5: Uncalled for.
3: Thank you, Jackson.
4: Jackson's representing me. Okay.
5: Tim's like 6'10 already, so... Yeah, he I'm is. like Wemby. Okay.
4: <laughs> well, you hide it well. <laughs> I do hide it well. Uh, yeah, so we'll be uh, enjoying the lovely evening's temperatures. Dressed up as Chewbacca. I think my wife has got to be a band leader. Uh,
3: band How do you come up with that one?
4: I don't know. Benny Goodman? Uh, the, what do you say, almost two-year-old mm-hmm. Elmo. And uh, my son has, uh believe, uh, Picked out a couple. He's diversified his portfolio on costumes, and we'll see what he goes with. It's going to be like the Wingo decision with five <laughs> of them in front of him. Oh. In a Wingo decision.
3: <laughs> I see about six <laughs> <and> o'clock when <laughs> they start going out. It's going to be 39 degrees.
4: Can't wait. And when you say when <laughs> they go out, remember you're saying when I go yeah, out as well. Yeah, you to go out too. Yeah. You're yeah.
5: going to go out in that weather though. That Chewbacca outfit. It'll be oh, nice. that's what we do. Mm-hmm.
4: Absolutely. So uh yeah, this is this is the highlight of his year. What's the, the big costume
5: this year? Is it, is it
1: uh, Travis Davis Kelsey, Swift Taylor Swift,
5: Barbie Ken? Oh, is that right? Oh, probably. Yeah. Do uh, you go
1: to any
4: Halloween parties over the weekend, Jackson?
5: Uh, not Halloween specifically. You just kind of go to the bar and the, the people are dressed up. Halloween in college used to be the best weekend of the entire yeah. year. Absolute. Oh. Everyone goes out every single night.
3: I
0: mean, that was sweeps week for Western. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, city, man.
3: <laughs> Halloween does not need to be on October 31st. It needs to be on the last. Probably Saturday of yeah, October. That's
5: a good call, Doug. Nice. What, what about All Hallows Eve?
4: Yeah, think about that part.
3: Well, I think you can get past that.
5: They move holidays. Just because
3: before. you know, Memorial Day moves around, Thanksgiving Day moves around, Labor Day. Those are far more important holidays than
4: a made-up Halloween. Whoa, 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 whoa! It is just it's, a party. It's the night holiday. before All Saints Day, bro. Okay. Nice college.
3: Well, you could do something. So go to church ass. if you wanted that, you, that day. But it would, so many people want to go out and. It's a kid's holiday. They don't need to be out trick-or-treating late on a school night. Seemed like it would benefit
5: everybody. Who would lose in that scenario? Yeah, I'm with you, Doug. I actually totally agree.
4: I like your take, bro. Okay.
5: The last Saturday of every October should be Halloween. Uh, oh.
4: Dabo Swinney didn't like the take of, what was the caller's name, Tommy? Uh, Tyler from Spartanburg. Tyler from Spartanburg. Who <laughs> oh, wants to be Tyler from Spartanburg? We're <laughs> we doing the clip version. Text it. Yeah, that? we're going to do the two-minute okay. version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went off for six minutes in response to Tyler. Normal. It's normal. Tyler from Spartanburg. Okay. You know, they're not happy in Clemson with what's going on. What's the record now, Clemson? 4-4. Four and
3: four. And, oh, that won't cut it.
4: And, uh... And so Tyler from Spartanburg called in to Tiger Talk to let Dabo Swinney have it. Okay. And here's how it went.
2: Guy's name? Tyler. Hey, Tyler, I've, I've listened this to Tyler. enough of you, Tyler. Listen, uh, you, can, you can have all your opinions that you want, all right? I don't know how old you are, don't really care, all right? But let me tell you something. Uh, we won 11 games last year, and you're part of the problem, to be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. It's people like you that do that. all you do is ex- the appreciation, the expectation is greater than the appreciation. Mm. And that's the problem. Part of the problem is the appreciation. I used to tell people all the time, I'd say, what's the difference in Clemson? I'm going to tell you. At, Cle- at some places there's an expectation, but at Clemson there's an appreciation. And what's happened at Clemson is is we've won so much – that even when we – it used to be the funds and the winning. Now even when you win, people like you complain mm-hmm. and criticize the coaches and question everything. You, you, people like you, all right, and I'm where I am because I've worked my ass off every single day. And I ain't going to let some smart-ass kid no. get on this phone and create this stuff. So if you got a problem with it, I don't care, all right? I work for for the board of trustees, the president, and the AD. And if they're tired of me leading this program, all they gotta do is let me know. I'll go somewhere else, where there is an appreciation. All right? It's not just winning; it's how you win. And we are in a. This is a tough year, but we've had 12, 12, 10 plus win seasons in a row. 12. We lost to Tennessee last year. They won 11 games for the first time in like 20 years. We've had eight, 11 win seasons in in whatever, 11 years or whatever. If you don't like how I run the program, don't be a fan. I don't care, but I'm the head coach, and I'm going to do what I believe is right for the long term of this program, what's best for the players, and what I think's best for the moment. If you got a problem with that, that's fine. But you're not, I'm not gonna sit, you not not—I'm not going to sit here and let you call. I don't give a crap how much money I make. You ain't going to talk to me like I'm like I'm 12 years old. You be freaking kidding me.
4: Hmm. Amen. <laughs> <Go back. laughs> All right, we have.
2: Sound like rabies.
4: <laughs> <laughs> rabies, though. It
1: sounded like him.
3: Amen. The devil on. needs to come to grips with the fact that the young generation is just flat mean. They yeah. are the younger younger people today. They're mean, mean to each other, mean online. The streets are more dangerous than they've ever
0: been. People hate everything.
3: Well, yeah, but, it, but especially the younger generation. Our, our streets have never been more dangerous. It's not because of old people. It's because of the young generation. They're mean
1: today. You got to expect that on a call-in show, though. You're going to have those kind of people calling in and venting.
0: Like, if it was anybody else that was saying that stuff, it's probably accurate. But I just... Dabo's a fraud. Well, That's what did he say that wasn't true? I, everything he said was acu- like, accurate. I just don't like his personality. I know there are other sound bites that you can pull that are... are you know, you can make your judgments on. But I actually kind of agreed with him on this one.
1: Can you call into Tiger Talk next week as Peoria a i love bad.
0: that. Let mm-hmm. him have it. They but have been super successful. I, uh, like I said, I agree. Well, what would you t- say to drink to let him have it? I can't say anything to drink, man. He's building up quite a program. No, call him
4: a, him a, a national a, champion in two and a half but, months, Doug.
0: I don't know if I get that <laughs> excited, but 9-10 win seasons, a hell of a season for Missouri. You know, if you build on that. Well,
1: they don't you know. have a quarterback, so. Well, who are we talking about? Clemson.
0: Well, Nick is a five-star, number two overall recruit. I mean, I realize he's not panning out, but, yeah, they, they're having a tough time.
4: Amen, Dabo. Let that twink sip have it. Kids right. these days haven't been lit up like that. That's for Mr. one yeah. Doug, yeah. you know yeah. he has a fast golf cart. Yeah, you can't Amen. have their feelings hurt. <laughs> he does he's like them. Ray Beam. So you think raby is hosting Tiger Talk in Clemson, South Carolina? Play that, play that again. Uh, the yeah. whole thing? No, no, no just no.
1: Amen. Amen. There it is. Amen. <laughs>
5: I get what you're saying, thanks. Hmm. Well,
3: all he really had to say is, "Hell, they's on scholarship too."
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just not a fan of DaBo. What did he do that upset you? Oh, he 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 hates the NIL. <laughs> what was it the quote of the NIL, Jackson? You may know it, Timmy. In terms of family, God, and that. that
4: well, he you uh, could pull that up on God. the YouTubes if you would like, uh, but it's about a 45 second soundbite. It may have been at ACC Media Days, but I feel like I saw a Clemson backdrop when he was saying it. He was wearing a suit to tie, and he said, "You know, I was thinking over the summer uh, with regards to M- NIL." That this program actually has been practicing NIL um, for a long time. Have you found the bite?
0: Uh, I think this is it. Because okay.
4: I think this will do it more
0: justice I, I, than I, I, my paraphrasing. I'm so sorry.
2: Okay. I mean, for me, we we built this program on NIL. <laughs> <laughs> did. Yeah. Yeah. That? Thinking, That's band we we built them. this program uh, in God's name, image, and likeness. Maybe that's how I
0: look. <laughs> I, I found the clip, but obviously somebody tainted yeah. with it. With it all. I, 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 I like it. I kind of like that.
2: Yeah. No, you. You're already Yeah.
3: <laughs> <haze. laughs> Not
0: the best clip to I make mean, an they example. took a couple of members
3: of the band to play behind him to just put an exclamation point on But some he poo pooed ah. being the highest
0: oh. paid employee in the state. Like, he just. I don't know. He he's a God fearing, but then yells and complains about eighteen year old kids <laughs> on the field perform. I, I, I don't know. He just well,
1: Clemson's also a public university.
0: He's slimy, man. I don't like him. So
1: what's he saying? They've been paying their athletes for many years.
0: No, they pay them no. with like. That the
5: Clemson has been using NIL and built in the name, image, and likeness of God. That's what he's saying.
0: Yeah, kids ain't buying that. Tell you what, if I'm seventeen year old, I ain't doing that. Yeah. So I I don't know I just think it's kind of slimy. You make ten and a half million a year, but like just that's just absurd for a football insane. coach, isn't it? And then telling the fan base to calm down a little bit again, he, he has every right to. It's They've- a tough spot. Mm. That, that's one
4: of those spots that uh, you absolutely feel that way, but you're you that that lives forever. That that tirade that mm. probably while it was going on may have felt short term. Therapeutic, but I would imagine he woke up this morning really regretting that he went off on. Mm-hmm. Was it Tyler from Spartanburg? Oh,
5: yeah. it's
3: like, like the Oklahoma that.
4: State coach saying, Mike "I'm a man,
5: come after me. I'm 40."
4: Yeah. That was 16 years ago.
5: Yeah, we had the best text name ever when someone texted as Mike Gundy's unread newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the greatest text name I've ever heard. And it was a Colts coach to say playoffs. Jim Mora.
3: We just want to win a game. That's, that's all you remember about him.
4: Uh, I met my wife at church, and she loves anal. Thanks. That's from the oh, recovering alcoholic God. from Belleville and Webster. Stop Gross.
0: recovering. <laughs> I really like that rendition of <laughs> Dabo's 42-second. <laughs> With a little Oregon in the background. Still can't get over
4: that. Guys, the state of South Carolina is really up against it. Your coach is either Dabo or Shane Beamer. No state has it worse. That's from Allen. He's in Dadeville. Doug, well, he's a big, curvy, smart guy, and understandably so. I think they've won 40
5: know. of 41. Is that worse than Saban and Hugh Freeze? Just as
3: far as being mean-spirited coaches, or, or what? Certainly not in terms Un, of success. No. Unlike, a lot of states have unlike- had no ability. success.
5: Unlikeability, is what I'd say. I don't think, I don't
4: know. The South Shane Carolina Beamer. fans really like Shane Beamer. I, was about to say, I mean, I maybe this year going. things have turned. I don't know. But, I mean, I, like I said, I, I was in awe. And it's not, I mean, I played golf with a handful of South Carolina Gamecocks fans this this summer. And you would have thought that Nick Saban was their coach the way they were talking about Shane Beamer. I'm just like... God, okay, I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, they, yeah, had, like an, they had a, a nice guy, win, you know, at, at the end of the year against Tennessee and kind of finished the year strong. But, uh, okay, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I was a little surprised. I don't know if that's still there now. I don't know how forgiving they are in South Carolina on the uh, the injury front that has decimated that offensive line. Changes,
3: changes quickly. There's people here who didn't like Drinkwitz and how he hung the moon in the stars. Changes based on your winning. Based on your record.
4: And that's where I'm going to come on college football. It's about, are you making progress? Are you taking steps backward? And then what is the cause for the progress? And then what is the cause for the steps backwards? So if you were high on Shane Beamer going into this year and you recognize, for example, that that team has played, what, eight or nine games and has not had the same uh, offensive line start, because they're, and now they have a bunch of freshmen starting. It's a mess. I mean, they, I mean, are you mad at Shane Beamer for that? I suppose that can happen, but it's also rather irrational. Um, you know, is a program improving or is a program taking steps backward? Because I would tell you that this time last year or two years ago, depending on your perspective, that the coaches that I bet people would be buying up the most stock in were in the SEC were Sam Pittman and Shane Beamer. Pittman might not make it to the Missouri game, yeah. and Beamer, you know, he might get a, a pass for this year, but he will be up against it next year, I would imagine. Yeah. Most guys States come across
3: Virginia. as very likable. I think their fan base is rooting for them because they just seem like likable guys. That's got something to do with it, I think.
4: For seven or eight million dollars a year, everyone's kids can call into the radio show and berate me all they like. Hell, my own kids do it already, yeah. and I don't get anything out of it. That's from Arbor Day.:
5: mm-hmm.
3: Well, there was a time when a kid wouldn't dream about berating an adult. It didn't happen?
0: Sure does now. I think everybody is angry. I wouldn't just focus on kids. This yeah, generation everybody.
3: is meaner than we've seen, I think,
0: in a long, long time. I think the generation above me might be the most angry I've seen any generation. Not saying mine is. What, or the 40, 50-somethings? Mm-hmm. What Those are they mad about throwing all the temper tantrums and
3: businesses.
0: And, I mean, if you just—I'm I'm generalizing just by videos that are online. I'm not saying there's any statistics backing this up. It just seems like there's a lot of— to 50-year-olds that have a real problem acting their age as well. So I think it's just Mm -hmm. everybody just hates life right now. I think everybody finds it a little difficult and a little bit short with a lot of people.
3: Well, times are different now than they've ever been. Oh, it was. Just in terms of the way kids behave in school, the the disrespect they show teachers.
0: punishments and lack thereof. Yeah, the
3: disrespect they show each other online, the school shootings. I mean, this guy in Maine was 40, but most of them are done by young people. It's just kind of an angry generation. I don't know where that
0: comes from. We're poor, and we've been beaten down by the system. We know we're not going to retire with anything. (laughs) There's always been social security. Doug, let me finish. (laughs) I'm just saying there's a lot of (laughs) things (laughs) for my generation to be a little pissed off about. Not saying they should take it out on other people or, you know, be so angry or hateful. But this isn't lollipop land. This isn't the 50s and 60s. I mean, this is people going to die at their workplace. Because there is no social security, there could be no Medicare left. There could be nothing. Well, left. you don't know that. That's Doug, not true. It's...
3: it's still there. You don't know that. You think the 30s and 40s were a picnic for those people? The Great I... Depression. Nobody had a dime.
0: No, no, no. I'm not. Com- I'm not Most of them going off to any... war.
3: You think the current generation would storm the beaches at at, at Omaha Beach? I'm Hell not saying no. any
0: gen- those generations had it worse. Like, like I'm not saying we have it worse. I'm saying there are things that we sh- are angry about. I'm not saying it's any different than any other generation.
3: You know, I, I think what we're going through now is a lot different than this country has been in previous generations When you can't walk down the street of the city of St. Louis without worrying about the, what's coming behind you That's different. It hasn't been like that. It wasn't like that 15 years ago You can't go anywhere here in St. Louis without worrying about it And it's not the 40 and 50-somethings that are carjacking you. It's the young folks It's a, it's a mean generation. Not everybody, of course, but just in general it's, it's kids that have no, no respect for authority. They were never taught that. They've been back-talking teachers and policemen and anyone else they feel like back-talking, and now you've got a whole angry generation, and if they don't get what they want, they strike out. We haven't seen this in the past in this country. A little bit, of course, but the, the crime is nothing like, it's, like it is right now. I just wonder where it comes from. What are they so angry about? We've always had poor people in this country. You never had to worry about your kid getting shot in school. Guns have been around forever in this country. Still never worried about getting shot in school or church or anywhere else. You have to now. Just wonder where all the anger is coming from. And I don't think it's because they are worried about Social Security in
0: 45 years. Doug, I'm kind of half kidding. But I, I, I am saying that there are things that those generation can be upset about. Maybe not openly, but we like said life is hard for a lot of people in a lot of different generations.
3: Yeah, it always has been. Mm-hmm. It always has been. But the anger and the violence is at an all new level. I, I just wonder where it where it comes from. If it's the media, if it's are bombarded with violent images and TV and movies and video games, or or what it is that's done it to people is there's an awful lot of very angry, very young people. I don't know if it's, if it's social media, where they're mean to each other and people are upset, the suicide rate's never been higher among teenagers.
4: I put a lot on social media. I oh, don't you know, on social media, but I put a lot on social media. I don't limit it to young people. I But I think that that contributes to the mental anguish people experience and or believing one person is bad because of their beliefs as opposed to just going oh I disagree with this person probably not somebody I'd really want to hang out with saved me the time of getting to know them to find out <laughs> I don't want to hang out with them so that's convenient and uh, but I think if I if I were you know it, it's taken me at this point in this career now 25 years to kind of get to the point where you go okay whatever but I can't imagine if you're I don't know, when kids start getting Instagram accounts and whatever the hell else. Is
3: Probably 11 or 12. Is that right, really? Probably. About the time they get a phone.
4: Um,
3: whether the parents know they have the account or not, that's something different.
4: And uh, experiencing, again, it wouldn't be like at a level of, you know, strangers crapping on you. But it might be actually tougher. Because um, with strangers, it's okay, you okay. Know. But if, like, friends are passive-aggressively you know, doing the uh, little games of, you know, we were all here and then you feel like you're left out Mm -hmm. and what that does to you psychologically. Um, Or, you know, just the attempt of the life that people put forth on social media to, I don't think is necessarily to create jealousy, but I think a byproduct of it can be, even though it's probably not uh, a real good illustration of reality. Then, if somebody posts a comment about something and then all of a sudden somebody you either know or, as often as the case, you don't know, just all of a sudden starts attacking you for it. You know, you're going, holy crap. But the issue with it is I feel like it's, it, you sense that it's magnified when in reality it's a sliver of the population. But it's, it's brought to you that any... can open up their phone and if you are on social media you can be in a great place mentally and then all of a sudden whether it be a social media account or otherwise an email I suppose just immediately you're you're sucked down and I don't know if the human brain is necessarily um, built to handle that which social media presents and so I think that leads to a lot of psychological strain depression anxiety and uh, and then, in turn, negativity, which then others can then present when they treat other people after they have been baptized yeah. by that crap. So I, I can't I mean I mean I don't I'm sure there are a handful of people in our audience maybe more than a handful actually who've just gone yeah I just left take your pick of whatever social media, and and I would ask the question Do you miss it It's like asking me and you if we ask miss local TV yeah. You know instantaneous uh-huh. <laughs> the answer no. is no uh-huh. and i think that's how people are i cannot wait to i mean i don't really use them anyway now but uh to just like not have to mess with that stuff anymore and for my children's sake i hope they don't but i feel like it's kind of inevitable but it, i think it's it is garbage
3: yeah and it just was an unintended garbage. consequence they didn't start these sites to to cause trouble they started to make money and but I mean, Some people have a lot of fun with it. Some people can't handle it.
4: Dopamine for likes, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I get going on social media, and it's almost like I'm I'm doing Carlin's seven dirty words, except it's uh, you know, it's just a, it's like a, a routine at this point. But I really feel strongly about it, and uh, and I trace a lot of what I've seen because you know we have been doing this show for a while. And social media wasn't around when we started and it wasn't around when we were, well, it was, I guess, at the tail end for you with television, but it wasn't around for television when we were doing it together and just how different it is. And it, it I, I mean, I, it, again, I'm not saying it's the only reason I'm just saying the normalization of stupidity and malice is the greatest change that I've noticed over the 20 years of this show.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of intelligent people afraid to speak for fear of offending stupid people.
4: Wow, nicely done, sir. Mm-hmm. Might be another T-shirt. Yeah. So, yeah. So, therefore, I, I therefore I'm just like, okay. You know, I remember what the, the one week Joe Buck and I did this kind of like test run thing at KFNS, because we were talking about doing a podcast. This was 2012, and we had Costas on, and I asked him... Um, why he didn't have a Twitter account. And he goes, well, why would I create something and post something that even though I know my intent, it can be misrepresented and I can lose my job? What do I get out of that? And I go, eh. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: why do I have this account? You know, that's what that made me think. It was like, and that's where it is now, I think, mm. for a lot, most part uh, people go, okay, I'm going to stay. Again, people who kind of have something to lose. Yeah,
3: he already has a brand, uh, right. obviously.
4: But but so therefore it is used by those who want to create the brands. And so this, like I was reading, uh, there was a big fight at an influencer party. And I don't know what the worst part was. <laughs>
1: if there you was, you was the fight it? or
4: the fact that there was an mm-hmm. influencer party. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. That
3: pretty much sums it up for the whole generation. We had an influencer fight party.
0: Can you even like, imagine? And I, I will only say one thing: we bash my generation, generation before. Can we not bash not the? Not generation. No, 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 no. I'm just the text line. Just people in general that go after certain generations. I've been a one to do so as well. It's like. What part do you blame the parents of that generation? Oh,
3: they all share blame. I'm not. I'm not saying everybody doesn't share blame. I'm just wondering why it is. What's what's caused it? Yeah, social because media is probably un, easiest. It's to, undeniable that it's happened. You just wonder what's caused it and what do we need to do to turn it around?
0: Well, we see adults in Congress acting like kids too. So, like, it's it's hard to. It doesn't help, but we everywhere. don't see them.
3: We don't see them carjacking people or or fighting teachers in school or that's just a new one. Street crimes. That's what's skyrocketed. That's why people are scared to go some places. There's people right now afraid to go to a Cardinals game. That was never the case before. And they're not afraid because some 60-year-old guy is going to come and stick a gun in their back.
4: <laughs> Here, here's something. We haven't talked about Matthew Perry's passing on the show yet, on this show. Um, I, and, I, and I saw this, and I thought to myself, I can't believe this. And, and, and for me, at this point, to be shocked really uh it it kind of takes a lot i think so in a way it's sad that we're numb to it at least i think me and you were kind of numb to it at this point um but so tmz goes to his home in malibu where he drowned mm-hmm. and on you know one of the, the top posts are his parents arriving to the scene and it's the pictures of his parents and i'm just like got yeah. like tight shots of mm-hmm. two people who just within the last hour found out that their son had drowned to death mm-hmm. what in the
3: hell you know it, who his stepfather it, was he's an actor Ke- keith morrison oh, the the, oh the no ABC? his
4: stepfather was keith morrison yeah. of dateline and his other mm-hmm. his uh his real father was uh an actor and i think his mom may have been i i just got done listening to his book i mean it came out here within the last year um and then that was just and i i was just like you got to be kidding i mean that that and that was just kind of like that's the paparazzi they don't care but even even with that i don't think that that happens 20 years ago and my premise for it is is again stupidity and malice have been normalized and so that if you push back on it those who are practicing it will go what do you mean everybody else is doing it as opposed to Yep. You know, when you get down to reason, going, yeah, I guess that, now that I think about it, that's actually pretty crappy to do.
3: And there were pictures, people taking pictures of Kobe Bryant's helicopter crash. Remember that?
4: Yeah. Princess oh, well, died Vanessa died. Bryant uh, sued.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. People just have no sense of just, just being a decent person at times. It's just a lack of that by, by a lot of people. I think I saw TMZ
0: had to pay a police officer for this... The reveal of the um, Matthew Perry death, that's how they got it so fast. So the family knew because of TMZ, I think is what the happened. The family found out from TMZ? They I found didn't out know from that. Some, so Yeah, TMZ went to front the reporter, and they, how they found out when they paid a law enforcement agents who went there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They didn't come up with the name or anything or what department. They just paid that person so here's a hundred grand
3: can we have the information yeah probably mm-hmm. something
0: like that fifty hundred grand no, it. and it po- before the parents even get a call boom mm-hmm. social media on it
1: they have so many places in Los Angeles that are on their payroll
0: yeah everybody's on the TMZ page. hospitals
1: restaurants everything. bars yeah. nightclubs they just go hey such and such is here that's they do so seem to break weird. a lot of horrible
0: yeah. stories before everybody else and yeah, yeah, so. they're proud of it too yeah that's terrible yeah. I would hate to work in that sort of business, though. Could not oh, wouldn't you sleep feel like at night. Could ball? not do any of that. Oh, no. absolutely, man.
5: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, a member FDIC. Right,
4: your thoughts are welcome. 314-881-TMA5. We have the design air, heating and cooling email of the day coming your way in a matter of moments. Uh, the morning after... At InsideSTL.com. That is how you can participate in the fun and the games. And if you are feeling sluggish and you've noticed you've been putting on weight, even though you haven't necessarily changed anything when it comes to exercise or eating, uh, those are symptoms of low testosterone. And they can be uh, taken care of if you get tested with mentality. Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform At their very best. Now, the normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at, come get checked with Mantality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores the ability to perform normally at all levels. It's Mantality online at LowTUSA.com. Jackson, tell the people about a wonderful person And his name is Mark Hanna, and he's with Evergreen Wealth Strategies.
5: Yeah, we just had a little conversation about people who are doing bad things. Let me tell you about someone who's doing good things. That's Mark Hanna. Mm -hmm. That's because he's helping people out with their financial future, something that's really, really important. You might be sitting there thinking, you know, I'll figure it out down the road or, you know, it will all kind of come together on its own. That's a bad plan. A good plan is getting in touch with Mark Hanna because he's so wise, but more so wise. He's great at communicating that message. A lot of people have wisdom when it comes to the financial world, but conveying that message to their client and having their client trust them is something that's really, really important. And Mark Hanna embodies that every single time. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. That's why you should work with Mark Hanna. There with, it is. His, with his wisdom and financial smarts, they call him Mahatma
4: Buffett. That's exactly what they do. Mm-hmm. His number is 314-889-0503. You're going live at evergreenstl.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Buck Swope clinched the design air heating and cooling email of the month yesterday, but he brought it strong today along with the JV golf coach and a gentleman by the name of Harvey Paul. It's time for our design air heating and cooling email of the day jackson brought up my name a few days ago as a potential candidate for listener of the month to be considered alongside a legend like chris raby is a real honor do i want to win more than anything in this world yes would my wife and children finally respect me if i won probably not would i parade my milagro tequila shirt down market street like i just won the stanley cup riding a mini motorcycle all the way to the arch grounds you bet your sweet ass i would Being named the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month for a program that features an old guy with orange fingers inexplicably rapid-fire reading 50 names from his phone <laughs> contacts would be the highlight of my life. I won't get my hopes up, though, because I'm certainly no stranger to losing. A few weeks ago, at the Hit and Giggle, my squad lost in a scorecard playoff to three of the oldest golfers in Missouri. <laughs> oh! Life is returning normal after the painful loss. But I still haven't fully recovered from the sight of Rose, Harry, and Karen, slowly walking up to collect their prize for winning a golf tournament where they got to tee off from the fringe on every hole. (laughs) (laughs) It does help. It helps. That could have been me shaking hands with Tim. But sadly, I never got to grasp his perfect pincers. Win or lose, I'll continue to compose goofy emails because I write for the fans and not the money. Mm. If someone else wins Lister of the Month, I'll get over it. Sure, I'll be so sad that I'll call off work for several weeks Like an elderly man who fell hurt his shoulder in the shower As I struggle to recover from a broken heart I'll eventually resume my normal life But deep down, I'll never be able to forget the pain of losing Always the bridesmaid, never the bride Mm -hmm. But as my stepdad Gary always says It's better to have loved and lost Than to have never been penetrated at all him the JV Golf Coach, Ooh. and he has a postscript, Doug. You like that, a postscript? I don't mind it. Yes. Congrats to Buck Swope for winning the Email of the Month standings. I deserve to be filtered yesterday for using a sponsor's name in a risque manner. Oh, JV Golf Coach is telling uh, the listeners was. why he did not get through. That's my bad. However, I still think you're new uh title sponsor was shocked to see that his dog's kennel was bigger than your tiny urinal adjacent studio. Doug, mm. that's the JV golf coach.
3: He said urinal adjacent. Yeah, that's accurate.
4: JV golf coach. What a guy's crap show again today. Anyways, I'm an above ground pool salesman who contributes to literotica.com once a month as a freelance writer. Figured since you're wanting to be the industry leader interviewing people who dabble in nine to fives and sex work, you might want to get me on the show. Last week, I had online sex with a guy named Emily. He was delicate and beautiful, kind of like the handsome men you find outside of Rosells with the fancy fedoras. Where? Rosells? It was a gentleman's clothier on the north side is that, that is? used to advertise in the 1980s. Oh, gosh. That is heaven. a wonderful <laughs> reference that I might only be the only Razzell's. person who yeah. <laughs> recognized it. If you need me, I'll be giving myself a tongue bath. Thanks. That's from Harvey Paul.
3: Oh, Harvey Paul.
4: <laughs> uh, can I ask a business question? Let's say you went to Brown and you sent a work-related text to a coworker, but because you're not good at technology, you included a key member of the 2011 World Series champion Cardinals <laughs> in the conversation and then decided to confess this to an HD2 radio audience. Does that count as a hijacking? What if you started reading your entire contact list for the purposes of seeing if any names would cause the audience to pop a boner? I was asked. It's not all, we'll Brag. It's just a bunch of former local athletes, celebrities from St. Louis, media members, co workers, porn stars, journalists who covered the Casey Anthony trial, famous TV psychologists who have been dead for 10 years. <laughs> But I think the most boner-worthy number is Jody Sweeten, the full-house daughter who is not an Olsen twin nor the wife of a hockey player who had a cup of coffee here with the Blues in 2003. I know a lot about asking former Blues players for Stanley Cup final tickets, mm. and it's great. Yeah. How's Ken's throat? <laughs> we gotta bring that back. How about that whole? How about that whole? How about that whole deal? I think he said he asked Cam for the tickets on the air and he was kidding. The kidding part is open to interpretation. I think we all know he wasn't kidding. And Cam may have called Iggy out on the air, but he absolutely texted Cam asking for tickets. Lies, lies, lies. Tell me sweet little lies. Doug, that's from Buckswope.
3: Figured it was. Buckswope with a nice
1: little email. I haven't been to a game in 10 years other than what the station was. Why would I want to go? Do you think I care? To the Stanley to Cup Finals? i sit at home on my couch and watch TV. <laughs> So you're saying you did not text Cam asking for Stanley Cup final tickets? Being serious? No. I said I did it on the air and I've texted him too. I was kidding. And I only did it on the air after I texted him <laughs> and somebody said, Cam brought up, I texted him. I, I had no intention of going. Just like the Klaibs thing with Jay, with uh going to his induction. I had no clue I no intention of going to oh, that either. Did you get
3: the free tickets to the Stanley Cup final? Cam hook no. you up? No. What about I t-
1: said, t- no, give it to somebody else, I don't want to go. <laughs> nice
0: there it is. Okay. Is that it? Uh, so well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm oh, no, partial you're good. I just to sure this we fellow
3: Swope. Long. I think it puts a punctuation mark at the end of his monthly win here in the email. I'm going to go with Buck Swope.
1: Uh, I'll go with the JV Golf Coach. Congratulations <laughs> to Buck Swope.
4: You oh, okay. to the designer heating and cooling email today. Although the Rozells reset from Harvey Paul was choice. Uh, congratulations to Buck Swope. And Doug, yeah, an exclamation point on a really strong month of October for okay. Buck Swope, and yeah. now we enter the Papal Conclave, which is a soccer federation. Oh, that's what we have to do. That, yeah, Conclave, Conclave tournament. <laughs> uh, is it Chris Raby's time? What about the lipstick last? Is she back? <laughs> I don't think she Raby didn't register. That's right. Jackson, did Raby ever register? No. Oh, so he's out.
3: Well, how many people did register?
4: Seventy-two. A lot.
3: A lot registered?
4: There you go.
5: If you register once, you're registered. Like, well, who would be the leading candidates? What do you mean?
1: Lipstick glass?
0: <laughs> leading 21. candidates to win the monthly... No, I do the swinger. They came in live <laughs> on camera. <laughs>
1: they're not yeah, I don't believe not they, they registered. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, can't we just take their OnlyFans account as an application? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if Megan wants to go register, you still got time. Conclave will happen later this afternoon.
0: Was, it will? I was hoping we'd do it together immediately. For a meeting? Oh. oh, Okay. Jackson and I have to go down the hallway, though. There's an obvious it? choice that I can vote for?
4: Well,
5: well, it's not unactive. much of a papal conclave. We're going to just do it at <laughs> the end of the show.
4: <laughs> a time for us to shut it down for the plow for Action Jacks, for Kenneth E. Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, and Tim McKernan. This has been TMA presented by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Jackson and I are heading down the hallway, Doug, for Balloon Party. Okay. Come and get your whooping. Hey!